Well, welcome, guys, to episode two of Below <laughs> the Surface with Caleb and Jensen. I'm Caleb. And I'm Jensen. Today is our second podcast episode, obviously. That's why we just said welcome to episode two of Below the Surface with Caleb and Jensen. But we are going to make it our we're going to make it our goal to record one episode every week on Mondays because Mondays are kind of our reset day. It's kind of our yeah. day off to um, get things done as far as chores around the house, maybe go shopping and things like that. But also to now do this. Speaking of shopping, I was supposed to develop a list, and then I was supposed to purchase groceries last night. So then they would be delivered this morning, and I totally forgot. Oh, well. It's okay. Oops. I guess we're just going to have to starve. We have food in our house. It's we have not... plenty of food, actually. We'll you know okay. what? I don't think I should buy anything. No, we actually, can make, the, no, we can make think... it this week without buying anything. Yeah. We got food in the freezer and the fridge. Pantry staples and lots and lots of spam. But I No, think we have lo- no spam left. <gasps> we used all the cans. Oh, no. So then... The 40 pounds of frozen chicken thawing in our fridge. There you go. But we have to save some of that for 4th of July. We'll figure it out. Anyways, back on topic. Sorry. (laughs) That was a great little rabbit trail there. (laughs) But back on topic for today. Um, Today is all about who are we? Uh, Describe yourself. That's what we're going to be trying to accomplish. (laughs) Somebody asked me, well, why wasn't that your first episode? And I don't really have a reason. First episode was, why are we doing a podcast? Today is, who are we? And obviously, those things are going to be linked together. So last week, like I was saying, we're going to try to record a podcast episode every Monday. Last Monday, we didn't get to, though, because... Oh, Q, (laughs) because (laughs) I volunteered to become, become, to be a camp chef for a week feeding teenagers and little elementary kids who some of them didn't like my food apparently it's okay kids even cried (laughs) that wasn't your food though that was the one meal that you didn't cook chicken katsu curry and i thought everybody loves that and then someone places it in front of a kid and the first thing she does is start crying and then i'm thinking oh no (laughs) that's a really bad start to the first meal of camp. <laughs> For the junior campers. Yeah, that was the elementary school. <laughs> you know, kids. but I remember when I went to camp as a kid. And I remember this guy who was like, have you guys ever tried Sloppy Joes? Okay, first off, the title of it just sounded disgusting. I was like, Sloppy Joes? Like, in my mind, I'm thinking, that's disgusting. And I didn't know what Joes meant. And the word sloppy meant sloppy. And... um. I grew up eating Filipino food. That's all my mom made. It was always something, rice, soup. Very Asian inspired. Very Asian. And so when he he said Sloppy Joe's and then sloppily slapped it in front of me, I thought, oh, no, I'm not going to like this. And my sister was sitting in front of me and we were both looking at each other. We were like, where's the rice? <laughs> and I ate it and I didn't like it. And I I saw the disappointment on the man's face when he realized that I wasn't very impressed when he was really impressed. And so I I understand why the girl cried, because it was probably something that she's not used to eating. Sure. And I mean, it's basically just fried chicken, though. It was fried chicken and <laughs> some vegetables and uh, some rice and some curry sauce. Yeah, no, she probably delicious. cried because there was all the vegetables <laughs> in the curry. Yeah. We'll go with that. Yeah. 
Moral of the story is don't get your validation from elementary school kids. Yeah, that's the moral of the story. Add, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, so that's what I did last week. And yeah, so you so weren't here I've... to record a podcast. So this is episode two, uh-huh. two weeks later from episode one, but that's okay. Uh, so today we are introducing ourselves. Some of you might already know us, but we're going to try to talk a little bit more like unique things about ourselves or mm. stuff that the average person might not know, or uh, might know, or might know, we're, or funny we're things like open books. Sure, easy to read. Sure, but. I've got some, I, I think I've got some funny questions that we can ask. And I meant to tell you oh, to no! come up. Oh, no, we I have meant, questions. <laughs> I'm not prepared. I meant to tell you to come up with some questions that you could ask me or that we could both answer. <laughs> Jensen's like, so how do I drink my coffee while I'm on the microphone? And I told her to push the mic away. Oh. And sip. Then pull the mic back. We're like learning. That? It's it's a process. It's a process. But This is all new to me. <laughs> Anyways, so we're going to do our best to describe ourselves in a fun way. Um, here's, here's, I think, the big thing that we could both honestly say is one of the things that we've learned recently, more, more recently in life in general, is we don't want to be anything but real. Um, I think... I fake mean, sounds fun. You can speak for yourself, but I've, I've mm-hmm. done the fake thing. I've done the... Try to put on a show, put be on pretentious, a pretentious, yeah, and... <laughs> yeah, cover up. But just, I mean, not all of it was fake, but a lot of it was living into like that aspirational identity. Aspirational, but, but the majority of it, it wasn't. It wasn't um, truly sincere in every way that it could have been or should have been. It was built more around disallowing people to see the reality of who we are mm. rather than rather than allowing them to see you know the good the bad and the ugly it was o- only display the good it was kind of like that real that instagram mentality mm. but in real life and i know i've been there yeah would you say you have been you've been there as well my uh lack of vulnerability hasn't always been because of instagram sure or, yeah i mean th- but that, but that it mindset was mostly just the I didn't want to fall under a category that I felt like a lot of people didn't respect, a lot of people didn't have reverence for, and being the goofy one, the silly one, um, or the obnoxious one has been difficult growing up because you always got people complaining and someone always having a piece of criticism or just being the center of um, humiliation. It's it's quite easy for someone who is of that personality to be targeted um and so that for me like growing up there was always someone or they would call me blonde like i'm not blonde and what's wrong with blondes i think blondes are beautiful but of course they were saying that i was just being dumb sure um and i hated that so then there was this well i'm tired of people treating me this way so i'm going to be this way and at least command a little bit of respect Mm. and i think i got what i was looking for but then i also lost the parts that i loved about myself and just being silly just doing weird dumb crazy things and not giving a hoot um and i think now i'm i'm kind of i think you're relearning to i'm be relearning that and it's kind of scary because there's i want to redo it in a sense of i want to make sure that i re-enter so that i said a proper appropriate example for my children yeah and showing them what's appropriate you know how to be silly or how to be yourself without offending people but also continuing to be yourself and not worrying what people think 
Um, so that there's, it's so hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a balancing act of trying to be yourself, but also not being overbearing or sure. impolite or. Yeah, I, I think that, that that's the struggle that we all face is we want to be real. Socially acceptable. But also we want to be socially acceptable. <laughs> but also we want to be pursuing an, an identity that we that we desire, right? Yeah. Um, I heard there's a guy I really like to I really like I follow uh, him on social media and ascribe to a lot of his content and read some of his books. His name is Donald Miller. He's primarily a business coach, but um, I remember seeing a video that he put out one time talking about um, who we are as people. And today, one of the catchphrases you'll hear a lot of, a lot of times is be authentic, right? We, we highly value authenticity. We want people to be authentic. And he, he began to push back on that mindset a little bit. And he said, look, authenticity is good, but we actually truly don't, we don't truly want pure authenticity. <laughs> and his point was that being purely authentic actually brings out the worst parts of us mm -hmm. because that's authentic, right? Yeah. Yeah. We have good Everybody. parts of us and we have real parts of us, but we also are all we all have negative parts of us mm -hmm. too with things that are not pretty that are hurtful that are damaging to mm -hmm. others and his point was that yes authenticity is important and we don't want to be living this fake life all the time but he was the point he was trying to make was balance authenticity against an aspirational identity so the aspirational identity is who you want to be or who mm -hmm. you want to become and he said we want to balance being real with the pursuit of who we want to really be, right? And the, the idea of an aspirational identity is that eventually we become that person for real, like that's our authentic identity. And so that pursuit is a balance back and forth between those two characters of who we are. And it's a hard balance to find, right? Um, I wanna be real. I wanna allow people to see the good, the bad, and the ugly. But at the same time, I don't wanna just be content with, look, this is who I am. I know it's a jerk. I know it makes you feel terrible. I know it's kind of uh, traumatic to put you through who I really am. But you, you know what? It's at least I'm being authentic. So deal with it. Like that's not that's it's kind of a messed up way to interact with people. Not that not that I'm describing what you were saying earlier. But at the same time, it's also that in that balance, um, finding ways to fit into the social situations that we face. And so being appropriate in the right moments, things like that, but also being okay with being who you are and not trying to just always be this chameleon that just becomes exactly what you're around necessarily. It's, it's a hard balance to find. I know that was a long little monologue there, but hopefully. So who are we? Yeah. Okay. So in three He's words. Caleb. Oh, okay. And I'm Jensen. Yeah. And Caleb has questions. What are your questions, Caleb? Okay. Before we get that real fast, two minutes or less personal bio, go. Okay, I'll go. <laughs> My name is Caleb. I was born and raised here in Honolulu, Hawaii. I have lived here pretty much my entire life, save the four years that I was in college. Um, the final year of college is when we got married and so that we lived there for that whole year and then moved back to work at the church I grew up in. And this is where we've been raising our children ever since. Um, and yeah, that's basically it. I don't, I mean, that, that's not basically it, but like that's the super nutshell version. All right, I go. I think you have like 45 minutes left. 
I've got a lot I could share, but the point isn't to make this an hour and a half long episode. <laughs> okay, so my name is Jensen. Not Janine. No, not Janine, not, not Jasmine, not Jensine. My parents always pronounced it Jensen, and so that's how I'm going to pronounce it. Because and it is J-E-N-S-I-N-E, not J-E-N-S-E-N. If you ever text me her name and spell it wrong, I will passive-aggressively figure out how to put her name in my reply text to you and spell it correctly. Thank <laughs> so, you. <laughs> I, I, I think names are important, so learn to pronounce it correctly, learn to spell it correctly. And if you're... A close relative who has known me for a long time or a close friend. It's Jen or Jen Jen. Or Jen. Uh, my mom. <laughs> Jen. <laughs> like that. Yeah. It's a little. Uh, it's throwing. weird because your entire life you were called Jen, some version of mm -hmm. Jen. And then, you know, we get married. And I just I've always called you Jensen. Yes. I don't know. That's okay. I just always have. And you're the one relative that calls we got, you that. I'm not technically a relative. Are we related? No. Oh, yeah, that's right. We are married. We're married. We are not related. Related We're not related. By marriage. In case you were worried. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they're worried. I don't think so either. Uh, but anyways. Okay, so where continuing are you from? How did my, we end up here? Yes, continuing my bio. I was born and raised in... California, if you want the backstory, you're going to have to message me because it's a really, really great backstory from even before I was born. Southern California, yeah, to be clear. Southern California. You might catch the Valley Girl accent and... <laughs> We've tried of, to beat it out of her with no, no success. No, I refuse to let that go. I will forever sound like a snob. I'm not a snob, but that's... That's... <laughs> it's... It's just the way I talk, and I refuse to let go of my heritage. It's part of my heritage, yes. I used to get picked on for sounding like snobbish and then and using the word like. I'm like, I'm from California. Like, what do you expect? There it was. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I was born and raised there, grew mm -hmm. up in the same town, Moreno Valley, California. In Spanish, Did you say Moreno, Moreno Valley, um, or Moreno. It depends on who you're talking to. Um, some people say Moreno, some people say Moreno. Um, Moreno. Moreno. Uh, Moreno <laughs> means brown. So Brown Valley. Just think Brown Valley, and that's and true. That's where that's where I grew up. But then up. again, most of the valleys in Southern California. Yeah, could everything's be brown, brown Valley, unless. Actually, it's been super beautiful because of the super bloom, because of a lot of the flooding. Oh, yeah, so much raining and Everything and is super now. This year. Yeah. But, yeah, so that's where I grew up. You lived in California. Pretty much my entire life. Not pretty much. Your entire life. My entire life, except for the last nine Until we years. moved here in 2015. Yeah. yeah. I'm not doing the math. Eight years. Eight years. Eight years ago. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um. I'm a mom of two, an eight-year-old boy who's pretty much like me, mm -hmm. not fully developed like me, but we're getting there. A little less valley girl <laughs> in the accent. <laughs> and I have a sassy three-year-old girl, and we have fun every day. Yeah. She pulls my hair out. She and by I, my you face. mean we have we, an eight-year-old yeah, boy and a three-year-old girl. We're, we're, we're the subjects. Well, no, I'm just making sure it's clear. These are our children, not oh. your children. 
Yeah, we are the subjects to her torture. Oh yes, yeah. Uh, for yeah. the for the little girl Kalena. Yes. She rules with an iron fist. Um, we hoped that that would eventually end, and she's much like her father. It is still pending. Hey, w- well, wait a second. Okay, if we're being completely honest, in both looks and actions, save Joshua's butt chin. <laughs> I have Joshua is an eight-year-old boy version of you, mm-hmm. and Kalena is a three-year-old girl version of me. And it's <laughs> it's, it's pretty clean and it's pretty cut and cut and dry yeah. like that. I mean, there's there's not much much else that we can do to describe them other than just to say they're they're reincarnated versions of us. Uh, yes. I was cracked up because when Joshua was real little, or more little, or when he was like two, three-ish, um. You were complaining about your back for some reason. Yeah, I had a pinched nerve. Something like that. I forget exactly what the situation was. And you were just, that week you were complaining about your back a lot. And by the end of the week, Joshua, who's like two or three, is now going, oh, my back hurts. Yeah, every time we had him do a chore or something, (laughs) I can't, my back hurts. Oh, yep. (laughs) Joshua, clean up your toys. Oh, my back hurts. I can't. Who is it? That's a Kalena knock. That's definitely a Kalena knock. That's not very seasoned. The rhythm was off. Yes. You're hungry. It must be second breakfast. Well, while Caleb's away, I'll continue to share my bio. I'm a mother of two and. This is really hard without them. Uh, my day starts with them and ends with them. Um, I hope he cuts this out because now I'm running out of things to say. Hurry, <laughs> Caleb. Okay. Um, I'm a musician. I love singing. I love playing the piano. Performing, though, that's a difficult thing. That's a different story. I am a music teacher, and I love my students, all of them, past, present, and future. I love teaching. I don't think that it's my actual calling, though. It's something that I do enjoy, but... Have you just been talking about teaching? Kind of. I For a while, I just stared off into space <laughs> trying to figure out what I wanted to say. <laughs> Should we pretend like that, that whole little interlude never happened? I pretty much said a statement. I hope he cuts this out because I'm running out of things to say. That's definitely getting left in. Okay. No! <laughs> uh, we also have a dog who oh, is yeah. Gracie. two. Yes. Gracie. Overall, she's a very good dog. She's patient with the children. Yeah, she and Kalena are like two yes. peas in a pod. Yeah, they're they're sisters. They're little uh, uh, kennel sisters or yeah, whatever like you want to call sisters, them. But yeah, so we They've grown up raised together. them nearly at the same time. I used to carry Kalena on one arm, football, and then I used to carry Gracie that same way, just trying to do chores around the house or get them out of whatever yeah. mess they were finding themselves in. And I can't do that anymore, but... Yeah. No, Christy and Kalen are both too big. Yes. Okay, so yeah, there's that's us. That's me and our dog. Caleb, Jensen, Sorry, I'm yelling. Joshua, Kalena, and Gracie, yes. the five of us. Uh, Gracie does not make it into family photos, though. And I am not a dog dad. He is not I a am, dog dad. I am He's not like, Gracie's daddy. daddy. He's like, I'm not your dad. 
<laughs> I I do not have dog children. I have real children. So that's my uh, little pet peeve. Who are sometimes animal-like. Sure, but they're still human beings at the end of the Errol. day. <laughs> I am not a fur daddy. Or what, what do they call them? Or Gracie is not my fur baby. Yeah, fur baby. Yeah. I'm not a dog dad. You're not a dog I'm, dad. I'm a person dad. That's and I okay. have a pet dog. That's okay. Okay. What is... I've got a couple of random questions. Okay. If you think of some good ones Wait. along the way. <laughs> Take your drink of your coffee. I have to drink it at the right temperature. Yeah. That's what we should do for the podcast. We talk until the coffee's cold. That could be a thing. It could be. Yeah. Like, what would you consider cold? Um... Almost there. Yeah, I was gonna say because <laughs> we're gonna have to. But, but, in, mine's it, but today, though, I you reheated yours. I, I didn't. Did. They sat on the counter for a second because I made them, and then you were on a phone call. And mm -hmm. yeah. Anyways, okay. What is one thing about yourself that embarrasses you when people find out? <laughs> I can go first if you want me to. Go ahead. Okay. So the one thing that I not the one thing, but one thing that I get embarrassed about is I'm a little bit of a picky eater. Um, not crazy picky. Like there are people out there that are far more picky than I am. But at the same time, they're just things I don't enjoy. And I have a hard time eating foods that I don't really enjoy. And uh, I get embarrassed when people... I get embarrassed when waiters, when I order food at restaurants and I have to like... Okay, so like yesterday we were at a restaurant for lunch and I ordered a burger. And I ordered it without... Lettuce, tomato, pickles, and sauce. I don't remember what else was on it. And I always get embarrassed because I'm thinking like, oh, yeah, this waiter's sitting there just judging me. Or <laughs> or when I'm around other people and I order my burgers just pretty pretty plain or, or whatever. I always feel really awkward and it's something that embarrasses me. And I hate it. And it's something I actually legit hate about myself. I, I wish I enjoyed these foods. Some of it, I could eat them. I just don't enjoy them. Other ones, they like legit make me gag. And I, I've seen that gag. It's like, <laughs> I try, I've tried and, and I, I, I do my best to try foods, but yeah. So that's something that embarrasses me when people find out about or, and, and who knows, maybe you know that about me and you've never judged me for it. I don't know, but it's just something that I always feel embarrassed about. Hmm. <laughs> this can be silly or serious. Like mine, I felt like it was a little more silly, but. I think mine can be, I think in this day and age, it could be considered very serious, but Okay, I love to eat. Mm, my whole family has an eating problem. <laughs> um, and uh, we love to munch. On, I, ha I have this uh, hang hankering for food, specifically at night when I'm in bed. <laughs> and I sometimes... I can't help, but like, ooh, I need something to munch on. I can tell you where this all started, by the way. Um, but yeah, and it will leave crumbs and things like that. And the next morning when I see the crumbs, no one will know except for you and for me. Um, and just seeing the crumbs in the bed makes me very ashamed of myself. <laughs> and then on top of that, when uh, those uh, when that habit is revealed to friends and... When friends know that I do that and then they, they tease and they go, oh, yeah, 
like the crumbs in the bed and the snacking. We all know what you're doing at night. And that is that is a little embarrassing because I know that is not a very good habit. Let me tell you where it stemmed from, and you'll understand. My sister used to work for Pizza Hut, and she would work the closing shift, and whatever pizza was left over, she would bring home. So it's like 1130, and this is where it turns on, too. Um, but 10, 10, 1130, she would be home, and me and the middle sister, Deborah, would sneak down after Milka went down to sleep, and we would eat the pizza that she brought home <laughs> and then and then when we were satisfied we would go back um and go back to bed and then milk was scratching her head like who ate all the pizza <laughs> i know i brought some home anyway at that time we didn't have to worry about our size or weight or anything like kids, that. We were, who cares? we were teenagers Not and who we were cares, but, oh, yeah. Yeah, you were teenagers, yeah, we were yeah. teenagers and we were very active. active. We played sports, I played volleyball at that time. So I was always hungry and I was growing and whatever. So like it my metabolism was faster then, but it isn't now and it's still a problem. I think though that I've had multiple breakthroughs it hasn't been bad um but yeah that is that one little now i've just told everybody who watches this vlog um, all, all 16 that, of them <laughs> <laughs> that i am a nighttime muncher not in the kitchen not in, in the living room. Look, at the bed. end of the day, look, we we try to be healthy, and I try to encourage, I try to be as encouraging as I can with you about eating healthy. But <laughs> crumbs in the bed, there's just no excuse in that. Ah, oh, I just can't. Oh, I I I try to be patient, but the crumbs in the bed thing is what gets me. Okay, um, what is one thing that you find that that you find? people misunderstand about you my humor when i'm being humorous but then they're they are silly silly they then they were like oh my goodness this girl's really dumb <laughs> sit there and try to correct me i'm like never mind it wasn't don't take that seriously oh wait weird i'm really embarrassed <laughs> But yeah, I think it's my humor. People just don't catch some. It, some people are on the same wavelength, and it's great and it's fun. But there's just a specific type of wavelength that doesn't catch that humor, and then they're there feeling really sorry for me. And I'm going, that was really funny. Okay, never mind. I think it. Maybe I'm wrong here, but I think it's people who tend to be more sarcastic tend to not get not get your humor. Yes. Like your humor is not sarcastic humor. No. And people who think that they're funny because they're sarcastic tend to miss it entirely. Yeah, you used to be that way. I'm trying not to be sarcastic these it's days. It's okay. It's hard because <laughs> I'm surrounded by it. I, I mean that sincerely. Like it is hard because it's all, all around. Uh, like you're like sitting there going, thinking, "This girl's an idiot." <laughs> I don't think that about yeah. you. But, uh, <laughs> yours was like as as silly as that one was. It, like that is still a little more serious. And now I feel like okay, yeah. mine's not really serious. Mine was going to be a silly one. Oh wait, go ahead. I might come up with a silly one later. The one, the the thing I came up with that people misunderstand about me is, so I have a thing about Oreos. Mm. I like 
I, I believe, no, let me see, let me rephrase that. I hold to the truth that original Oreos are the best Oreos. And that's, that's just the fact of life. They got it right the first try. And that everything that has been created since then is subpar. Now, just because I think that the original Oreos, not double stuff, not any like flavor, like the original Oreos, just because I think that those are the best does not mean that I don't like other Oreos. I will eat double stuff Oreos if that's the only option that's there. You bring me some s'more flavored Oreos or basically anything that's not vanilla wafer or mint, like <gasps> I'll eat them. But yeah, it's because I don't eat toothpaste. That's just the thin weird. ones, the minty thin ones. Um, you can you can enjoy them all you want. But I think people misunderstand that just because I think that the originals are the best doesn't mean I don't like other Oreos. All right, not don't like, but doesn't mean I won't eat other Oreos. I just he doesn't won't disdain buy. it. Yeah, I just won't buy anything besides original because yeah. original is the best. I spend your and money on something that you don't really way like. To eat Oreos is with a glass of milk. Milk's favorite cookie. Mm -hmm. That's one of the best marketing statements that's ever been they did ever a good been job. coined. It took them a while though to figure that out. I don't know when they came up with. Like, that. why didn't Chips Ahoy come up with that one? I mean, they're both Nabisco. Oh my word! But yeah, Oreo for the win. Original. It maintains its standard. Yeah. So I think that's what people misunderstand about me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Silly misunderstanding. <laughs> I, I, you know, I really can't figure out what goes on in people's minds. So that is sure. Like I can't figure out. Well, just something that you feel like people like. I don't even want to. I'm not going to sit here and take time to correct this because it's not <laughs> worth the effort. Yeah. Because it just doesn't really matter at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Like if people miss your humor, it's not worth sitting yeah. there and or people misunderstand my, you know, and I know that's a stupid one for me, the Oreos thing, but like, I don't care. It is what it is. Hmm. But Okay. Now flipping this to each other. Uh -oh. If you had to describe the essence of what makes me, me, what would you say? Okay. What do you mean by essence? What is the essence of Caleb? If you had to distill oh. me down to my most basic parts, who would you my loving wife and life partner say that I am. Who you are to me is quite different. Not just who I am as a person, like not to you, but like who I am. Who it is the truth, the truest truth about Caleb's surface. Caleb is a very caring person who wants the best for everybody. If that's the best way that I can describe you, not a lot of people might not see it that way. But I think you really want not just the best for yourself, but you want the best for everybody around you. This is why you're in ministry, because you want people to get the best out of what life can offer and help them succeed. And you will do whatever you can to, to help someone either become more satisfied with who they are or help them with emotional needs that they have. You just, you're, you're very loyal and you, you want the best for the people around you. I know this because when at the, um, at the beginning of our marriage, I thought, oh my, wow, why is he like harassing me? He's like always trying to, you know, just 
you know, help me be a better version of me or help me get what? Well, you wouldn't have said it that way. Why you always, you would have said it more like, why are you trying to change me? Oh, why are you trying to change me? Like, for instance, you know, I have this aspiration to have abs and, um, <laughs> and of course. I don't know. You go back and forth on that one. I do. I <laughs> like, do. I but like, yeah, I want, I want abs. But then like, I'm like, I'm good being soft. No, the reason why I do that is because. Being soft is more attainable than than having abs. But then when he sees me munching on things and he's like really encouraging me because he knows what I want. He knows what I need. Um, and then when I see him, I'm just, mind your own business. But ultimately, it's not because you're trying to control everything. You you literally know, like I verbalized to you what I want and you're trying to help me get it. Um, and that's just one instance. Um, there are plenty of instances where um, I have specific desires and you've gone out of your way to um, make it a possibility um, in in teaching and and doing pursuing that um, temporary career and in training people, you know, to pursue their their dream of becoming a pianist or a singer. Um, and maybe not professionally, but just becoming a better version of those. You've helped me um, and supported me through that. And you did basically whatever you had to to help me be successful in that area. Um, the same thing with our children um, and the, your friends uh, and people who might not have seen you as a friend. Um, but, yeah, I think you g genuinely want the best for the people yeah. around you and you are willing to do whatever you can to help them achieve that or get that there is a negative down there's a downside to that mindset though like it also gets me in trouble sometimes yeah because i end up pushing people for what i perceive as the best sometimes yeah uh -huh. and it was not what they're wanting or they're yeah. ready for or they didn't ask for it and so it does get me in trouble so it's not mm -hmm. it's not all roses and and altruism there yeah uh, and sometimes it can't even be selfish motives if I'm not careful. Yeah, that's true. But if anybody can sense that, though, it would be me. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, mm -hmm. yeah, like like me trying to encourage you to you know eat healthy and get fit isn't always not necessarily altruistically for, me. for you. <laughs> but I mean, that's yeah. And but we've talked pretty extensively yeah. about that, and and I think we're even planning to do not planning. We're going to be doing an episode about you know our health and fitness and things like that. And what, some of the mindsets that we try to espouse as we well are as, no experts. No, no. And, and look at this to be clear, <laughs> to be clear, we never try. We're never, we're trying not to present ourselves as experts in any of these topics as we go through. But, Oh man, why did I let you go first on that one? Cause now I have to like, <laughs> you get it. See, now you know, <laughs> that was actually I... really solid. And I mean, not like I feel flattered by that, but, um, now I have to do the same for you. What is the essence of Jensen? <laughs> um, I I think that the essence of Jensen is fun, loving, and care. And I don't mean that to be like just a simple statement. Like I think when when you boil you down to your simplest your your simplest core parts, you want you want to help people enjoy life and feel cared about and that would be 
a lot of your pursuit. Um, and like, like you talked about earlier, that would be kind of where your silliness comes from. Um, cause you're not, you're, you know, Jensen doesn't take herself too seriously. She, you know, this, it's actually some, one of the points of contention. Cause it, you know, what she just described about me is I'm, I'm, I am very hyper-focused a lot of times on that, uh, aspirational identity, uh, that I talked about earlier. That part for me is easy to like, go, 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 pursue, pursue, pursue. We've got to get that aspirational identity and you're more focused a lot of times on let's enjoy the journey let's enjoy the moment and so we tend to butt heads in those times a lot but and and like you pointed out earlier that that fun loving nature like i said can be something that you get a little embarrassed by or you feel like other people don't take well including me in many instances but i think for who you are just at your core your person who who wants to enjoy life you want to laugh you want to find the fun things the good food the silly moments but in those moments you also want people to know that they're cared about you want them to feel comfortable you want them to feel like they can be themselves like they don't have to hide anything and i mean even most of your internal struggles have been built around that um right there just feeling like you can't bring that out for people or when people, when when you perceive that people aren't allowing themselves to be who they really are, or trying too hard to be something different, or that fakeness, so on. Even though you, even though you talk about yourself struggling with some of those things, but I think that that would be how I would describe is you want other people just to enjoy life and to be able to honestly be themselves along the way. Yeah, psychoanalyzing myself. There is a problem to that like fun loving and just carefree is that <clears throat> i use humor to <laughs> get myself out of difficult situations or awkward situations and which i don't know if that's healthy or if that's just just a really bad habit so <laughs> i even had a friend um I think I was joking around. I was like, oh, I would love to be in like public service, like maybe become a police officer or something like that. And our friend Michael was like, I have a feeling that you're just going to laugh at people's problems. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Not in because I'm making fun of them, but it's just that habit of always looking for the fun part, even in the, the darkest. Sure parts but I think but, yeah I think the other the other end of that though is the emotion emotions tend to be blown out of proportion more easily for you mm -hmm. um, so something that was small can easily on the, on, the, on the negative side of things can easily become huge in your mind because it, I don't really have a psychoanalyzed way of saying that so I don't know I digress where are you going with I, it I don't really know exactly oh <laughs> So, I was like, eh. I was like, I don't know where I'm going with this. We're gonna we're gonna stop before this gets too too weird. But. Too weird, yeah. But yeah, that is the downside to my fun, carefree kind of. Uh, let's just laugh at it because I can take a serious situation and try to make light of it, and then I get like this scowl from the person across the room going, "Yeah, that wasn't appropriate." I'm going, "Oh my word, yeah, that's yeah, my bad." I'm probably most of the time the person across the room. No, it isn't actually you. <laughs> just it's kidding. just certain instances where, like, yeah, that, 
I could have done that at a different time or just not ever. Yeah. Well, that is definitely not exhaustively us. But are there any other questions that you've come up with? No. Nope. That we could answer? Oh. But who who are we? What's your favorite color? <laughs> <laughs> you would do this. What's your favorite color? My favorite color is green. What I kind of green? All the green in my my paint tube. Oh, for that painting. All earthly greens. Um, sage green, evergreen, forest green, forest, evergreen, forest green. Oh, they're slightly different. I Sometimes would, chartreuse. I, I would say that evergreen has a little more of a blue tint to it. Like a, a little more okay. in like the turk. No, teal. No. Like towards the teal. Yeah, branch. any green. I like green. Green. It, it's just, I feel alive, you know? I think that's what that color is meant for us to feel, is to feel alive. Sure. It's life-giving. Mm-hmm. Growth. Yeah. Jensen's picking on me with the favorite color thing, because <laughs> I don't do favorites. No, and... I don't have One favorites. time in his life... He okay, didn't have one, okay. so then he just picked one, <laughs> we and can move the color on. was orange. We try to forget about this time in my life. Like, why? Yes, as a teenager, I randomly decided that I was going to love orange, and so it was orange everything, and that continued on all the way through the beginning of our marriage, <laughs> yes. and somehow I convinced her to make our wedding color orange, and uh, <laughs> I, I regret peach. this. I was like, peach is a little orange. I regret this. I apologize. And I... gray. Gray was like, oh, everything is gray because it's just so sleek and modern. I do like gray still. So it looked like a MacBook Pro with an orange screensaver. Sure. That's what our... <laughs> That's You're what our wedding wrong. felt like. But, I mean, that's about as descriptive <laughs> of who I was at the time that you could possibly get. So I actually, I'm not picky. I don't care. Carefree personality. I don't really have a one way. This is how I always wanted to be growing up. You had these girls that had their their, their perfect wedding, perfect wedding out. planned out. I was like, I, I think I want a groom. And I think I would like my family to be there and maybe some food sure. and I'm wearing a dress that makes me feel pretty. Like, other than that, like, that's all I had planned out. And that's essentially what happened at our wedding. Let's... Except for the multitudes of people that were kind of figuring out, wait, who are they? Okay, I've got an idea to close this out. Are we closing it? Wait, let's check the temperature. You've got three minutes left. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, I was thinking like kind of a rapid fire. We'll go back and forth okay. about each other. Uh huh. So just kind of describe just one statement real quick. Don't expound on it. Don't go too far on it. But we're just real quick. Just going to make a statement of something of some sort. So it could be something like if, if Jensen could go on one vacation, she would go on this. Or <gasps> oh, if that's hard. You know, or here's just so here. Jensen is a foodie. I am a foodie. I love pizza. Uh, no, no descriptions. Oh, your turn. Caleb is a shoesy. <laughs> that means he likes what? shoes. <laughs> and he also likes watches. <laughs> and he also likes... Okay, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> What's the male version of fashionista? I think that's what you're looking for. Fashionisto. A fashionisto. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you kind of alluded to this a second ago, but Jensen loves pizza. Okay, this I actually do have to expound on. We both love pizza. Okay. But 
something we realized recently. Like we've always known this, but like we really we we came to the point where we could really articulate it recently. Mm-hmm. We love we both love pizza to the point that we could can be sitting down. Go ahead. Yes, go ahead. go ahead. I could make the most delicious gourmet meal. We could be sitting down to dinner. Like the table is set, the food is out. It's mm-hmm. like a nice, well prepared chicken. I don't, I don't want to take this too far because we could be a little hyperbolic here and take this way too far. But why not be hyperbolic, Caleb? I don't know if I would say gourmet meal, but like. If we're you don't think some... my meals are gourmet? No, no, no. no. I'm saying like <laughs> if we were sitting kidding. down to like a legit gourmet meal, I don't think this would hold true there. Yeah, that's true. Like, but like a good if we're sitting there, down yeah. just like a normal dinner where it's it's not like anything special. Just an everyday kind of like just kind of chicken and rice. Delicious meal. Thing. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it's gonna be good. But we could be sitting down to the table, looking at this food about to dish up, and if I were to look up to her and say, "Do you want to just go get pizza instead?" 100% every single time she would and will say yes. Yes. And so will I. <laughs> yes. We we have to be very careful around pizza. Okay. Yes. I, I will go again since we just kind of stole the pizza thing as a rabbit trail. Okay. Uh, Jensen. Mm. If Jensen could go on one vacation, she would go to Europe. I would. If Caleb were to go on one vacation, he would go to Mont. Montenegro, Black Mountain, right? I guess. Yeah, that's what Montenegro. That means. Yeah, because he sees uh, everybody else is going there, and he sees beautiful pictures. I didn't of it. see everybody else was going there. I just saw a couple pictures pop up on my social media feed, and I was like, "Oh, that looks cool. We should go there someday." They're listening in on conversations. Oh yes, my phone is listening now. Facebook's going to show me a bunch more yes. photos of Montenegro. Yeah. Okay. Um, you stole the vacation one from me. Oh, I did. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, Jensen. Does not like to drive in Hawaii. In Hawaii, specifically. She claims she'll she'll drive on the mainland if we're there, but, you know. It's been, what, how long? <laughs> and how, yeah. I will drive out of necessity. I have to force her to drive. Yeah. Your turn. Um, Caleb loves playing basketball. Specifically any sport. Not just basketball, but any sport that involves a ball. It could be golf. It could be soccer. It could be basketball. It could be bowling. It could be... What else? But there's a caveat there. What's the caveat? It needs to be competitive. Oh, yeah. It has to be competitive. So the people that he's playing with... I do not play passive sports. Volleyball. Yeah. No, he's very, very serious... You do like, you like sports that require you to be better and play better and play harder. That's just your personality in general. Like, you don't want mediocre. You just want like. <laughs> this is true. Yes. Uh, Jensen likes movies to be playing and she likes to watch them. But more mm-hmm. than liking to watch them, she likes movies just to be playing. Yeah. And all kinds of movies. Old movies, new movies, mm-hmm. every genre you can imagine. Mm-hmm. Every situation, whatever, she just likes movies to be playing. I like stories. I like characters. They, like, become my friends sometimes. Yeah. All right. One more. Man, Caleb. Caleb's a homebody. I'm working on that. (laughs) I tend to like to stay home more than. Yes. Going to the beach versus staying at home, which would you choose? 
Mm-hmm. Probably staying, staying at home. home, building a computer, oh, developing a website no, a for a buddy. Well, no, I don't do that stuff. Editing anymore. photos. Well, that's because I. That's got out of paid necessity. To do that. Yeah. <laughs> that's because I get paid to do that. So. Listening to podcasts. Yeah. He he studies for fun. This is true. He's literally. Is... I like to learn. Yeah. I I really like to learn at random stuff all over the place. It's yeah. Topics, and whatever the Caleb topic learns is constantly changing, and I like to talk. Yes. About what I've learned. Yes. And so whatever Caleb is learning, I I just learned from you, and then now I know about the whole world through you. No. Yeah. Through my what I remember, so secondhand information. So if I'm talking to you and I'm throwing facts at you, just take it with a grain of salt. And... <laughs> Come I probably and ask got me it what the Caleb. facts actually are. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh yeah. man. Okay, I think we're gonna stop there because oh, we've just spent. I really like talking about ourselves. It's like we're on a date. <laughs> Coffee date. Oh, okay, if we were gonna go on a date. If you were planning a date, what would you plan? Oh, my word. It would be like a week. No, no. One night. Uh, if you were planning a date for one night, this is actually a trick to figure out. I'm just kidding. <laughs> if you were planning a date for one night, what would you plan for us um, to do? What would you plan in order to please me? Ooh, I would take you to Ruth's, Chris. I will order steak for the both of us, and I would make sure that I have all the sides to, to keep me satisfied. Not necessarily eat them all. I just want them on the table and make it look like we're having Hello, a feast. I said, what would you do for a date night for me? Yeah, and yeah, She's yeah. planning a date night for her. No, we no, go no, to Ruth's no, Chris. no. Ruth's Chris, Chris is Ruth... fine, but ordering all the sides is yeah. 100% you. Because if you want to be satisfied, I am perfectly content I would to have my broccoli and mashed potatoes or my broccoli and lobster mac and cheese or my, well, actually, Ruth's Chris didn't do broccoli, I don't think. No. They do asparagus. They do. I do my one veggie. Or I'll do broccoli, asparagus, zucchini. Brussels sprouts. I'll do my one veggie and something else. And you're like, can we get the truffle fries? And can we get the lobster mac and cheese? And I know we have mashed potatoes at home, but, you know, these are like good mashed potatoes. Uh, scallop potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I would take you out to a steak place, a, a, a place where they serve deliciously seared meat. In butter, oh, smothered in butter, and then after that, it's kind of hard because that we're both tired. <laughs> we're full and tired. Full and tired by one, like nine, and so then it's well, you know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, but. You feed a guy and now, you keep now him I, happy. Now I have to put a content warning on this, yes. Jensen. Thanks. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. But, I mean, what else do we... I mean... If I were planning a date night... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> for What's the you, last date night? For our anniversary. Oh. Oh, yeah, that's right. A little more than a month ago. Oh, no. I would take us to a unique restaurant that we've never been to before because Jensen doesn't want to go back to someplace that we've been before for doing something special. That are new. So I would try to find a restaurant that was new and unique. And then we would walk somewhere pretty before and or after 
So walk around and see the sunset or walk through an interesting building or hotel or something like that. Or I would find us a unique experience. Like X-throwing? I guess. Seeing a new movie? I guess. Am I planning this date night for you or are you planning this date night through me for you? Uh, <laughs> we haven't had a date night in a couple of weeks, so we need yeah, to we've been busy, so we need to get we need to get night. one to go. <laughs> yeah, this is this is date night. This is this is date eleven o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Or whatever time it is. That now. was fun changing up Valentine's and doing fresh. Oh yeah. I, I nailed gorgeous. it for Valentine's yeah, this did. year. But I then made why a... don't I ever do all the romantic stuff? I think it's just a social expectation that if you're going to do something romantic on the romantic holidays, it better be planned out by a person who doesn't really think about that stuff. Say, I do think about that stuff. Don't, but then you yeah. do, and then I don't. So then... So who's really the romantic one? You mm-hmm. are... Mm-hmm. <laughs> In our world, you are the romantic one. I'm just like, whatever goes, goes. <laughs> I nailed it on Valentine's Day this year. I did. I said, you know what? We always do like dinner, and then we have to face the crowds, and you know, hard and then to get we're reservations. Full and then we're tired, and we're yeah, like, and it just kind of makes for a rough eating because you go to this you know restaurant you've never been to. It's like really good food, and so you order more than you probably should have, and you eat all of it. You know, and they serve you more than they should, and it's just a rough experience afterwards because you just feel too full or i mean maybe you guys aren't like that but apparently we have an eating problem um so instead i got us breakfast reservations at a cool hotel breakfast place it was not cheap but orchids yeah orchids at the halekulani i believe yes it was beautiful and it was this yeah really nice setting in this little courtyard yeah enclosed so it was very private the there guy like, put a napkin on our laps. Yeah, and there was, was like fun. nobody there. Yeah. Well, not nobody. I mean, but it was like just a sp- small handful of other people there. There were like a bunch of posers like us eating there. <laughs> yeah, we weren't staying at the re- at the hotel. We were just eating at the restaurant. But it it was a very fun experience. And I'm sitting here going, okay, I like this. Find alternate. Not just like, oh, we're going to do Valentine's Day the day before or the day after. Like, no, no, do alternate ideas for valentine's day to do something different than just the standard now obviously that works for us because of our schedules but yeah i I feel like i nailed it it was a good morning yeah it was very nice okay we do need to end it because it has been a little bit long but hope you guys enjoyed this uh episode number two getting to know us a little bit better Mm -hmm. um if you have ideas for topics that you would love us to discuss on future episodes of the podcast, please leave a comment down below. Uh, you can also answer some of the questions we talked about. So what is something that you get embarrassed about when people find out about you? Or what is something that you feel like people misunderstand about you? Let us know so we can get to know you a little bit better. Get in the comments and let us know a little about you as well. Um, yeah, I think that's basically it. So. Uh, if you're still here, maybe go and check out one of our other videos. It would be above Jensen's head area, something like that. Uh, check out one of our other videos, one of the vlog episodes, if you haven't watched that. Mm-hmm. I tried. Uh, if you didn't see the episode where I tried to beat my high score in golf, uh, you can go check that out. Uh, and also keep a lookout for videos coming out from my experience at, uh, camp. at camp. Oh, yes, and I got to get those edited. 
um, watching me pick a coconut from a tree. Oh, yeah. You can go check out some of the shorts you've been working on as well. So Not done yet, so don't ask for them yet. Oh, they'll hopefully be done by the time this comes out. We'll see. Okay. But thanks for joining us, sticking around for this podcast episode. We will catch you guys in the next one. This has been Beneath the Surf, Below the Surface. <laughs> You're changing it. <laughs> ah! Below the Surface with Caleb. And Jensen. And Jensen. Thanks, guys. Bye.